0: Welcome to the Freelance Ads Club podcast with me, your host, Aggie Maroney. Whether you're a seasoned freelance ads manager or just thinking about taking the leap into self-employment, this podcast is for you. Every week, I'll be releasing a bite-sized episode. I'll be sharing mistakes I've made and lessons I've learned from my own freelance business. I'll be showcasing some of the amazingly talented freelancers in the Freelance Ads Club. And I also will be speaking to some incredible guests who will generously be sharing their knowledge with us to help us keep updated with industry trends. And I really hope that after listening to this podcast, you'll come away full of confidence on how to win great clients, how to charge correctly, and most importantly, retain those dream clients so that you build a successful and sustainable business. So the episode today is going... This has been inspired by some statistics that I read in the latest edition of Freelance Magazine. So, if you haven't heard of that before, is I think you can um, you can order it and have it delivered globally. Uh, but it's it's a UK-based magazine purely for freelancers, and this they're on episode edition six at the moment seems to be snowballing like people are reading it more and more which I love it's actually the first time I've read it and I absolutely loved it full of great content so that's a little plug not an affiliate at all but I just love it and it shows some very interesting statistics about the freelance world and they had specific statistics for the media professionals as well so I want to kind of delve into that and I, I, I don't know if it just um it really resonated with me because of my own story, which you'd have heard in the previous episode, but also what I am seeing through the members of the freelance freelance ads club as well. So here we go. Are you ready for these? So almost 39% of freelancers have been working freelance for over 10 years. Okay, so that is a number which is larger than I personally thought it would be. Something that doesn't surprise me. 13% of the self-employed population moved to freelancing between 2020 and 2021. So what happened between 2020 and 2021? COVID hit. So I am personally one of that 13% who started freelancing between 2020 and 2021. Um, And also another interesting statistic there's been a 41% increase in media professionals going freelance since 2020. Now, this is the most interesting one for me personally because I see that. <laughs> I see that shift not only what I'm seeing and you can completely disagree with me because this is just anecdotal, but I have been on the side of the fence where I have been the one upskilling and taking courses and training uh, to become a, a freelance ads manager. So I have seen how many people are on those courses. So I'm not oblivious to the volume of people that have upskilled. At the same time, having freelanced at agencies, both as a contractor and also project work, white labelling, I've seen how hard it has been for agencies to hire any talent at all in the paid media space, so online advertising extremely, extremely difficult. There's a massive skill shortage at the moment. What I'm seeing is a lot of ads managers, whether they've gone the route that I did, which was train independently and become freelance straight away, or they've worked at an agency and seen how much a freelance can charge and worked out that they could probably earn more if they weren't freelance than working at an agency. They've taken the leap into self-employment and become a freelancer. So there has been a bit of a drain in talent that way. Also, we're not sort of factoring in what's globally happened in the last two years. So there was a massive boom in the digital space during COVID. Suddenly, everyone was online. Lots of digital businesses launched. Lots of e-commerce brands launched. And all these new businesses needed support And the demand outstretched the supply. So that's another reason why, you know, there is a a sort of a resource shortage of um, skilled ads managers. I think it's also important to acknowledge all the ads managers that work in-house at brands as well. So they may be the sole ads manager in that business and they may be managing ads across all platforms. They also had more freedom and skilled up or were skilled already and decided that it was time to go freelance. So, but I don't want to say this is just one way. I also know of ads managers that have been freelance for years and decided that actually I want that security of being in employment. So I know that it's working the other way as well. I know that some freelancers are making the move back to employment. And I think it is really important to stress there is no right way, like whether you want to work full time. Whether you want to work as a contractor, if you want to be a freelancer, whichever route you go down, the challenges technically are the same. However, the challenges you face, whether you run your business or not, are very, very different. Um, And that's why I think that freelance ads managers are kind of in a bit of a unique freelance niche of their own, because even though you can earn a lot as a freelance ads manager... And you can make a very healthy living doing it. You also need to consider how much you're spending on training because the industry moves so fast. Every day, there seems to be a different change. There seems to be an update. Suddenly, accounts are getting banned for no reason at all. Suddenly, there's a new feature in your dashboard, which is like, we have no idea what's going on. Suddenly, costs have gone up. Suddenly, this type of format's not working. You know, The list goes on and on and on. Which, if you're an ads manager, you'll totally appreciate. Something that I think is interesting is since launching the Freelance Ads Club, I have been approached by agency owners who are struggling to fill uh, positions within their agencies. And they have asked for support to find talent for their businesses, to support the clients that they're winning. And they just don't have the resource to service them. And some freelancers like to white label for agencies and some freelancers decide to work only directly with brands um there are just so many choices to make as a freelancer about who you work with how much you charge what type of work you take on what your charging structure should be and then all the nitty-gritty business stuff in your business as well like should i be insured the answer is yes should i have a legal agreement yes non-negotiable do not take on any clients until you have a legal agreement um, do I need a business account? Do I need an accountant? All these things, if you're coming from employment, as I was, is totally new. It's a whole new ball game, And you learn very quickly, you know, very little. <laughs> or I did anyway. I have to say, when I first uh, became a freelancer, I won my first client. And I'm just going to put a caveat in here as well. If you listen to the previous episode, I launched officially in May. I didn't get my first paid work for five months. So it took me five months to get a client. So if you're at an agency now and you're looking to switch over to freelance, I would start trying to get your direct clients before you leave your work because um, unless you're massively visible on, on LinkedIn and have been building up your own name, which is probably a topic for another podcast on how you can do that, it's best to kind of soften the transition um, slowly, which is obviously not an option I had, but it's something to be aware of. Um, As soon as I have money, I hired an accountant because I am not a financial numbers person and tax freaks me out. And if you are a UK-based business... Our tax system is not easy to understand, and the website is built to stump you. (laughs) So I was like, I'm just going to hire someone. And this is before I wasn't making a lot. I mean, the first uh, payment I received was £200. It was a one off training that I did, and I didn't have a retainer client yet. I don't think I won my first retainer client for another two or three weeks after that. But I was always consistent on social media from day one, like always posting on Instagram and things like that. So it just takes a bit of time to get the wheels in motion. Um, so massive tangent. I've gone off on, on that. But it's just interesting for me that going back to the agencies that are looking to hire um, freelancers for their businesses. So those are the changes that I'm seeing now. There's been a massive shift, people moving fr- into freelancing because it's lucrative if you're an ads manager. You've got your flexibility. Uh, You get to choose who you work with. If you have a full pipeline, sometimes as a freelancer, you end up working with anyone that will pay you, which is also another topic for another podcast about how you don't do that. (laughs) But these are all lessons, part of the lessons that I've learned along the way as well. And I will be sharing some absolute client horror stories with you, which I'm going to share because I think it's really important as a freelancer to know that these awful situations don't just happen to you and if I was to post about anything like this on my LinkedIn profile I would get trolled because so many people are like oh you shouldn't have done that and why did you do that and it's like because I did it it just happened and you look back on it and you've learned your lesson or you hope you have (laughs) When I look back at some of the situations now I'm thinking oh my goodness what doesn't kill you makes you stronger right (laughs) anyway that's um all i've got time for today um but i once again i want to thank andrew foxwell who is the founder of the foxwell founders membership he runs um in my opinion and i'm, I'm sure whoever else is a member will agree uh, the most elite media buying uh membership this i think well at the moment there's just under 400 really elite ads managers in there um, whether they run agencies or the, the um, paid media specialists, managers for massive brands. Uh, there's also freelancers in there as well. Um, and there's also um, some agencies that are large, have a few members in there. They might have their email marketing people in there and things like that as well. So it's like a massive hub of knowledge for ads. I absolutely love being a member. I'm probably not active enough in there, but I just know that if there's anything that I'm panicking about or worried about or something weird's happening in my ad account, if I drop a message in there, someone will know the answer, which if you're working on your own is just priceless. So I'm going to add a note in the show notes, definitely go check it out. And if you're keen, come and join us in there. It's it is, a, it is it's worth it. It's definitely um, a great investment in your business. So that's it for today. And I will speak to you next time.